0: You know, in these last few podcasts, we've been talking about the mercy of the Lord, the everlasting love of the Lord. I'm going to tell you the story of a friend of mine. I actually prayed for my friend to become miserable. Now, why would I do something like that? And how did that work out? Well, you'll find out in this edition of the Another Chance Daily Devotion. Thanks for joining me. I'm Brian Sussman, and I'm looking forward to this episode. Well, thanks for joining me in this, the Another Chance Daily Devotion. I really feel as if someone needs to hear this. That no matter what kind of situation you may find yourself in right now, It may be a time of great trial. You may be absolutely miserable, miserable. You may be faced with temptation. There is a God in heaven who is willing to protect you by the power, by the power of God through faith. You see, we have an inheritance which is imperishable, undefiled. It will not fade away. It's reserved in heaven for us. I'm reading right from 1 Peter chapter 1. I'll never forget the time when I had a dear friend who called me up. He knew I was praying for him. I had shared my faith with him many, many times over the years. And uh, actually many, many times over the course of many months during the course of a year and he was a coworker of mine he left the tv station i was working for to go to hollywood to make a name for himself as a writer a hollywood writer and i told him well i'm i'm going to be praying for you i hadn't heard from him for many months until one day i received a phone call and person on the other end of the line said, Brian, I couldn't under, I could not, I did not know who this person was because it seemed as if this person was crying. And the next words that came out of his mouth were, Brian, this is John. Stop praying for me. I'm miserable. Now, why would he say that? It's because I had told him prior to him leaving to go to Hollywood and and I, and I had I had befriended this guy. we had spent a lot of time together. I shared my faith with him. but in return for the sharing of my faith, usually I was met by his words of condemnation, his words of poking fun at me, his... Any, any opportunity he had to rebut anything I said, he would take the opportunity to do, to do so in front of as many people as possible. And I re- really felt an unction from the Lord upon him leaving where I said, John, I'm praying for you, and I'm praying that if necessary, you will become miserable until you accept Jesus Christ as Lord. That was my prayer. Now, some may say, well, Brian, I don't see that in, in the book of how to share your faith with somebody. Well, I really felt impressed upon the Lord to say that to this guy, John. And now here we are many months later, and he's saying, stop praying for me, I'm miserable. That conversation on the phone with John led to a prayer where he received Jesus as Lord. And can I tell you, all these many, many, many years later, because this was (laughs) a long time ago, over 30 years ago, uh, John has been serving faithfully as a pastor for probably at least the last 20 years. Sometimes God gets us into a place of being miserable so that he can extend to us his, are you ready for this? His mercy, His mercy. You see, our faith is more precious than gold. And though we have not seen Him, we love Him. Though we do not see the Lord now, we believe in Him. And we rejoice with inexpressible inexpressible rejoicing, and we're full of glory in that rejoicing because we know the outcome of our faith is the salvation of our souls. Now again, I'm reading this right from 1 Peter. But let me continue here, because I really want to talk more about the mercy of God, the everlasting love of God. It's something we've been discussing in these last couple of devotionals. This idea is captured in Matthew 14, 14, when it says, Jesus landed... On, on, the, on, the, on the land, after being out in the sea, and saw a large crowd, and he had compassion on them and healed their sick. And the word compassion means that Jesus was so moved that his stomach was churning for this crowd. Have you ever had that feeling in your gut, just something deep inside you that you've got to do something? Well, that was Jesus. He had to do something. He, he had compassion on these people. He began healing their sick, he went into action mercy sometimes has to move in us as well i like what chuck swindoll says about mercy chuck swindoll says mercy is god's ministry to the miserable and i was having mercy on john the holy spirit put mercy in my heart i I didn't want to see john become miserable for the sake of misery i wanted john to to come to know the lord jesus and and I was just prompted by the Holy Spirit to realize that this guy's probably going to have to get dragged through the ringer, so to speak, before his eyes would open to the truth. First Chronicles 21:13 says this: And David said, I am in great distress. Please let me fall into the hand of the Lord, for his mercies are very great. Do not let me fall into the hand of man. Nehemiah 9, verse 28 says this, And many times you delivered them, speaking of the Lord, because of your wonderful mercy. Psalm 69, 16. Hear me, O Lord, for your loving kindness is good. Turn to me according to the multitude of your tender mercies. And then we have the the scripture in Ephesians 2, 4. But God, who is rich in mercy, God, who is rich in mercy, he's rich in mercy. And with his rich in mercy abundance, he wants to give to us. 1 Peter 1 3. All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus. It is by his great mercy that we've been born again, because God raised Jesus from the dead. And now we live with great expectation. You see, my friends, we are saved because God is merciful. In fact, Titus 3:5. He saved us not because of the righteous things we've done, but because of his mercy. He has washed away our sins, giving us new birth and new life through the Holy Spirit. Where are you right now in life? Do you need a touch of God's mercy? Are you miserable like my friend John was? Wherever you are right now, the Lord wants to reach out and touch you with His mercy, with His everlasting love, with His compassion. He wants us in turn to be merciful to others as well. When He shows us His mercy, He doesn't want us just to, to be selfish about it, hog it, keep it to ourselves. No, He wants us to extend it to others extend it to others. We talked about that word chesed, chesed, in a past podcast, chesed. That's, that's mercy like you can't even imagine. It's the true, awesome love of God extended towards us, chesed. We are benefiting from mercy and that mercy will transform us. Remember the scripture, be transformed by the renewal of your mind. And when we receive God's mercy and allow God's mercy to fill us to overflowing, we begin to be moved with compassion for others, for those who are lost in this world. Here are some ways that God wants us to show our compassion towards others. We need to fall in love with mercy. Mercy. Micah 6.8 makes it clear that one of God's requirements is that we are to love mercy. So in doing so, we love, or I should say we lose ourselves in the beauty of mercy. We need to demonstrate mercy. So we need to fall in love with mercy. We need to demonstrate mercy. Zechariah 7.9, show mercy and compassion to to one another. In this day and age in which we live, where there is so much hatred, so much divisiveness, uh, so much anger, so much finger-pointing, we need to be people of mercy. We need to respond to mercy. Romans 12.1 says because of God's great love, his mercy, we offer ourselves as living sacrifices. We need to put on mercy, just like we get dressed every day. We need to clothe ourselves with compassion, with the righteousness of Jesus Christ. When you go through that daily exercise, as I've encouraged you to do in the past, of putting on the full armor of God, Lord, thank you for the helmet of salvation. Thank you for the breastplate of righteousness. It's nothing I have done to make myself righteousness, it's everything you've done for me. When we gird our our loins, put on the belt of truth, which is the Word of God, right? The truth of God, which we read, which we absorb, which we meditate on, the truth of God, his eternal truths, we pick up that shield of faith and the sword of the spirit, and oh, don't forget those shoes of peace where we're ready to share the gospel at all times. You know, when we put on the armor of God, we must also remember we need to clothe ourselves with mercy, compassion. I want to close with Psalm 23, which tells us, Goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. That's you. That's me. I want goodness and mercy to follow me all the days of my life. I want to be absorbed, fully absorbed in the mercy and love of God. So let's pray. Father, just as you have transformed us from sinner to saint, we ask you to fill us with your love. Oh, thank you for your mercy, God. Let us not only experience your mercy in abundant ways like never before, but let us be extenders of your mercy as well. And in doing so, Lord, make us fearless in terms of sharing the gospel with this lost word. Make us the type of people that see the lost, the hurting, the miserable, And our first reaction is to share the goodness of the Lord with them, because Father, just as you have saved us, you can, you are willing, you want to save them as well. Lord, it's a crazy world we live in right now. And I don't know that it's going to be any better in terms of the craziness, but I do know this, you have called us to make it better by being lights to this world. Lord, you are the light of the world. Let us in turn share that light with others. Father, thank you so much for your goodness, your mercy, and your grace. In your Son's name, amen. This is the Another Chance Daily Devotion. Go forth in His mercy. Go forth in His grace. Go forth in His everlasting love and share it. Share it with a friend, with a coworker, with a relative. Make that a plan. Get it on the books. Let's see it happen soon. Amen. God bless you. God have mercy on the United States of America.